It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Shut up and sit down. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Electrician Live. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host, and I'm excited to do a show today that is probably going to be controversial. All right. It's probably going to be something where people go, oh, my God, did Paul say that? That's what it's going to be. It's going to be one of those where people go, I can't believe he just said that. Um, And so... (laughs) I'm going to just say that. I'm sure that I'll have the critics, you know, that'll be like this. Um, Incidentally, none of my critics are like that. They're all, (laughs) they're always ready to to come out there with something smart alecky, you know, but anyway, so today's episode, we're going to talk about, as you can probably see by the title, uh, removing the cancer. Now that is very Oh, that's a taboo thing that, that people want to talk about. And, and again, my father died of cancer. So I feel that I can use this uh, and, and, and say it this way. Uh, and it's an analogy. It's an analogy with a workplace environment, uh, owning a company. So this one's kind of geared toward the, the people that have to make company decisions and how your company grows and how your company diversifies into other areas and and the stability of your overall company and your success. Uh, now, if you're the person that ends up being discussed in this, sorry if it offends you. 
okay? Um, maybe there's a chance that you should change your, 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 your way, okay? So if you haven't figured by now, when we talk about removing the cancer from uh, your company, we're talking about removing the negativity of the person that is creating the problems in your company. They might be the greatest worker you have. They might be wonderful helper. Uh, but if they're always causing disruption, uh, they're always causing uh, disagreements and, and, and they're not healthy disagreements. It's okay to disagree and debate, but they're always bucking you and they're not um, helping your company move forward, uh, then they can be kind of an analogy of a, a cancer on the health of your of your company. And so there's different reasons that people do these type of things. They could be unhappy that they don't get paid enough, yet they still work for you. So they're at least happy about the pay they're getting, or they don't feel that they've promoted in your company quick enough, or that they should be overseeing a certain number of people. And it might be you that I'm speaking to, um, but I want you to, to take a step back and, and look at it from an owner's perspective, from a customer's perspective. And I'll give you some analogies, okay? And, and something I've personally witnessed. Now, you could be a superstar for your company and you do wonderful and great things, but everything that you do affects that company. And, and I am not immune from this. Uh, I have the same issues sometimes that I can have the same issues where I have to check myself and say, what am I saying? Because I'm, I'm going to come across as a, as a cancer to this company's potential growth. The health and well-being of this company um, can be affected by how I spread or infect my negativity through the company. Um, and, of course, that's, um, you know, it's one of those things that sometimes we put blinders on. In other words, the upper management might be their own cancer and they're projecting it down across their people and they don't see it. Whereas the other times the owner is very positive, but the people that work under them are very negative and it kind of pushes against their efforts. Whether your effort is to have a great customer support team and there's somebody that's just not following the protocol, not following the, the, the concepts. Now, that's not to say that the customer is always right because we know that that is not true. Depending on what it is, they are not always right. Although, uh, there's that old saying, you get, you're get you going to get more with honey than you are with vinegar. So you have to choose your battles, pick your battles. And it's much easier for uh, an employee to cross that line and say stuff because he has no overall vested interest in the health and well-being of the company except for his weekly or his or her weekly paycheck. Uh, and so they don't always think about that when they make statements, comments. I'll give you an example. So... We had an HVAC company come out to do some work on I mean, I, People don't know about my legendary issue with my train HVAC unit, which incidentally train sucks. That's a personal, personal thing here. Um, you might have experience with them or whatever. Again, I know it's all down to the installer, but this system was installed. It was, it just sucks. But anyway, Everything has their pieces. Everybody, every has everything has a potential issue with it. But anyway, so I'll leave it to the fact that we call out some technicians, and I mean it's an ongoing thing with our HVAC system. I mean we've had it looked at over fifteen times, and it's a brand new system, and nobody uh, warranties that they don't want to fix it. No, ever, and they know it's a mechanical issue with the problem with the with the product. But uh, it's one of those things we'll have to probably end up taking them to court. But at anyway. Um, the problem with it is you had a technician come out uh, 
And the technician spent probably majority of the time bad-mouthing the own, his own company that he worked for. I mean, just literally tore him up. And it was unsolicited. It just came out free-flowing. Um, and, of course, that, that taints the opinion of the customer. It puts a bad taste in their mouth. There's future work. Uh, the one thing that people that have the homes, as we as contractors rely on, is things will break. Things need to be fixed. Things will need to be upgraded or added. And so every home that's built or every business that's built is a potential revenue for me as a contractor at some point in time. So I want to do my best. Now, that's not to say you get a crappy customer who's just belligerent and then you got to toe the line. Um, I used to try to teach the people that work for me is like, just smile, say that I don't handle that. That is not my area. I'll give you the number, I'll give you the name of my owner or the manager or whatever, and just do what you're there to do and just smile and grin it and, and don't feed into it. Well, in the case where you've got an employee that's unsolicitedly bad mouthing you to a certain degree to the general public at any chance they get, that's a, that's a cancer on the health of your company. And so as an owner, I have to look at that and I have to say, okay, let's weigh the choices here. It's a good employee, does good work. Uh, it's always on time. Uh, but, um, you know, I pay them a good salary or hourly wage or whatever. Uh, but you know what? They're affecting me out in the field. I'm starting to get calls. I'm getting feedback and you'll know after amount of time who is who on your, in your company that's saying stuff or whatever it gets around and you have to determine whether or not, whether they do good work. Again, we're in an economy where um, there's, you know, we have a shortage of skilled labor. I understand that. So you have to weigh that into it. Uh, but there are good people out there who do good work that are looking for jobs. And you will get somebody that will be very thankful for that job and replace somebody that doesn't seem like they're very thankful for that job. Uh, now there might be legitimacy in the sense that they might not be getting paid, what they think they should get paid, but everybody doesn't get paid, what they think they should get paid. You know, it's kind of like this issue with the, uh, uh, the, uh, living wage or raising the minimum wage to $15 and thinking that, that the economy is going to be able to sustain that, that the business is going to be able to sustain $15 an hour for an employee that might flip a burger. I don't have a problem with the burger cause I love my burgers, but that's not a career choice. Now, if you want to, it's a chef, <laughs> you want to become a, you know that, I mean, okay, I'm not going to degrade, you know, that I'm not talking down to the burger flippers. I'm just saying that's to me, uh, is not an inspiring career to do the same thing like that over and over and over. For me, um, I, I had to have diversity in electrical industry and education and training and all gives me that diversity, but to each his own, the point being that if we start mandating certain things like that, then companies will have a problem being able to stay in business and afford the benefits. In other words, they'll remove their benefits. So, you know, and I don't want to get too off track because everybody knows I have ADD, but getting back to the uh, cancer of the health of the company, um, if I'm paying them a certain wage and they're out there affecting my business negatively, this is why I've always been a big person about, you know what, as owner of the company, it's my responsibility to supply my people with shirts. They're cheap today. T-shirts, work shirts, you should be no reason you don't you get them printed up with your logo on them. And they are walking billboards everywhere they go. Provide them for free. Give them to the guys. A good pair of blue jeans is fine or khakis, whatever. They can do their own. But uh, not holy stuff with the holes all in them. Uh, 
nice work shoes, uh, things like that. As a company, those perks matter. Giving your guys a, a pair of work boots a year paid for by the company, again, depending on the number, that can be costly. But again, the benefits that it weighs by good um, rapport between you and your employees can go a long way. And so there's just different things you can do in your company to reward your employee. But let's say you have that employee that is just problematic. They just talk and badmouth the company. They're always a problem. Every turn, uh, it's okay to have opinions. It's okay to talk back about something and not agree with something. That's fine. That is healthy. It's what you do not internally, but it's what you do externally out in the public that makes a difference. And I learned this kind of myself uh, by going through this experience uh, with uh, airing disgruntledness through my career at different opp opportunities. And, and I learned this. So I'm not talking to you not from experience. Uh, I've been able to see as my own company and then looking in a mirror and saying, wow, okay, um, that's the pot calling the kettle black. And you really just can't do that. And it really causes a, a, you know, a problem uh, in the health of the overall company. So it's a decision as an owner that you have to make. And that decision might be you have to just simply cut the tie, let the person go. Good employee, uh, but it's, a, it's, it's negatively affecting the growth and health of your business uh, because they're a, they're a cancer to it. And you sometimes the only thing you can do is remove the cancer. Uh, and then what you do is hope it doesn't grow back. And that is making sure that you set the tone for your employees, that you care about them, you care what they do, you're going to reward them, you're going to take care of them, but you're not going to tolerate um, the... Uh, when you're out there working for the company on the company's time, you're getting paid, then you're going to tow the company line. You're not allowed to have an opinion of the company you work for on their time outside of your intimate domain or of the company you're working for, where you're able to voice an opinion. Uh, you can say it's free speech and do what you want. I'm just saying in my company, that would not be tolerated. If you're out on a job site with a customer and or perceived customer, you're not going to talk smack about our company and, and it get back to me and it not be something that I have to deal with because you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know who they're talking to. And again, I can't have you affect. Now, if you're ready to leave, there's a podcast I did uh, in one of our electrician live shows, which is uh, should I quit or should I get fired? Um, I am never a fan of, of getting fired uh, because it taints you. It taints the ability to use that company as a reference. It taints the ability for people to trust you. And it just has more negatives than it has positives. If you already know you're going to leave a company, don't start trashing them. If you know you're going to leave, find another job. Because one, I'm a big believer, don't leave one job until you have another job. <laughs> That's just, you know, you don't want to have that gap in that income. It affects not only you, but your family. Work it. Make sure you have something in place. Go to the employee that you're with, whether you dislike them or you're having problems with them or whatever it is, you go, you shake their hand and say, thank you for the opportunity. Um, and uh, I just found another opportunity. I'm going to go that direction. And just simply keep it that way and move on. Keep your disgruntledness to yourself. If you want to say it to your family, you want to talk it to your wife, who's, who's your spouse that's there to, to, to be that shoulder to, to lean on, that's fine. But it doesn't do you any good to badmouth the company you work for. Go online and badmouth them. It just doesn't do you any good. Eventually, it's going to come back and bite you at some point because everything online is public. It stays in the domain. It's always going to be there. 
And it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be unlike something. It's okay to not agree with something. There is plenty of stuff that the companies I've worked for that I disagree with, but I'm not the making the decisions. I have some input in the decisions, but ultimately the decision gets made. I'm going to have to follow that decision. And it does not do any good to actively work and sabotage the direction of the company and the vision of the company and what they're trying to do. So you don't always have to agree with something and you can voice your opinion in that company. Um, do it very tactfully because some people will not take that very well and you just look like you're creating uh, you know, turmoil in the company. And again, that can be viewed as a cancer on the company's successful growth and vision that they have, their plan. So ultimately, that becomes a problem. And your days will probably be numbered. If a company is going to look at the overall picture and they're going to remove that potential cancer on the health of their company. So as a man, as an owner, I have to analyze that and I have to look and I've had to do this in the past. Uh, I had a good employee who I was traveling so much doing work for uh, as consulting for Eaton Cutler Hammer as an ECCN program. Many people know I was the, the educator who helped uh, create that program for them. Uh, the uh, Eaton Certified Contractor Network. And I was traveling around going to the different contractors who were part of that program and doing the training on their products uh, and, and explaining the codes and things behind them. And I still had my contracting business. I still had my foreman at work for me and, and, and trusted and, and employees that would, were getting the work done because I was on the road and then I'd come back. Well, I come back and I go to a job site and it wasn't the foreman, but it was one of my electricians. And I went to the job and it was a real high end house, multi-million dollar house, which usually I require that when they're hanging luminaires, uh, that if we get in, uh, obviously it's after the paint that I had gloves for them to wear. And yes, they're pain in the butt, but unless they, we had the ability, if they didn't wear the gloves, they had to clean around the luminaires. Uh, I did not want fingerprints. I did not want it. These are multi-million dollar homes. You can call me anal all you want, but in this case, it happened to be the the um, site's owner, developer, who was developing over 250 other homes that were going to be in this subdivision. This was their personal home. So I was paying specific attention, obviously, to my future business. And I went there, and I just kind of made a visit to the site uh, to see how things are going. And uh, and I noticed that uh, there was prints everywhere, lights, fixtures were, uh, you know, sconces were crooked and whatever. And I went to the electrician that was, was heading that part up for the luminaires on the, on the trim out. And I said, um, I said, what are you going to, what are you going to do about all these crooked fixtures? He knew I was the owner. I mean, he knows me and he goes, ah, it's fine. I can't see it from my house. Well, can you imagine that conversation, right? So anyway, he was a good employee, very quick, got things done, never had a whole lot of problem with him. Every now and then he would, you know, be mouthy on a job, but, uh, or he'd argue with the helper or something. There was, you know, people didn't want to work with him, but, but he did good work and he made me money. But I had to look at him right then in that moment. And I said, okay, well, you're right. You can't see it from your house because that's where you're going now. Cause you're fired. And people say that was harsh. Look, I could not tolerate, you have to put together history. And there was history. Good employee as far as worker, good worker. Um, there was been some complaints. He couldn't work with people and, you know, get a bit mouthy on the job. Uh, cussed a lot. And the owners would come out there and they didn't appreciate it. And, you know, 
it's a nature. Electricians talk, you know, have a potty mouth, it seems. Probably not as bad as plumbers, but I'm just saying. And anyway, um, I told him, I said, on this project, you, you need to tone it down a little bit. Uh, the owners come out there a lot, and they don't appreciate it. And uh, he's like, I'm an electrician. I'll do what I want. You know, you can't tell me. Well, that's freedom of speech. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, look, I understand. But I'm just telling you, you need to tone it down on this job. Well, then complaints come in and the owner, that the guy, and they described him to a T, and that he was F this, F that, loud, just yes, and they'd have their kids out there, and they didn't appreciate it. Um, and he was trying to tell me that he could do whatever he wants on it because it's not their home yet. We're wiring it. And, uh, and I looked at him, I said, oh, it's very much their home. You're in their home. Whether it's finished or not, it is their home, and you're not being respectful of what I ask you. You're not being respectful of what their wishes are. Um, and, you know, also in my mind, I'm thinking if you got a gripe against them while you're wiring it, are you going to pay as much attention to making sure that you do things the way I need you to do them because you're a little bitter? Uh, I used to say that it's, it's like not ticking off the cook prior to getting your meal, right? You know what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm not going to, anybody that's messing with my food, I am not going to piss them off before I take my first bite. You know what I'm saying? And I'm certainly, after I take my first bite and I don't like it and I got to send something back, I am certainly not going to be, I'm going to be very conscious of what I do. <laughs> That's just me. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, that resulted in that employee getting uh, let go. Uh, because you know what? You just, you know, a company is, you know, in order to be successful, I mean, if you're your own boss and that's what you do and, and, and you want to live or die by whether you get another job or you, whatever you get somebody upset or you want to build a reputation for yourself as not somebody you want to hire, that's up to you. And I'm not going to control that. Uh, but if you're doing something, you're an employee that's affecting the health of my company, the growth of my company, um, the reputation of my company. And again, I have a lot to go into that. I mean, I need to dress you right. I need to prepare you right put the right tools in your hand, make sure you're, you got all the tools that you can use to be successful and you end up going the other way and you're negative and you, you, you really start causing my company problems. Then you're a cancer that has to be removed because I need a healthy company. And so that's things that companies and owners have to look at is the, what you might have to do to remove that. And it might be a great on the surface. It might be a great employee but they go out and they just literally to the general public, not the people within your company, because people talk, things happen. Um, you do want to keep rumors down on a site. And so I used to always on the site say, look, no rumors here. If you've got a problem with something, you need to address it to whoever's in charge. I don't want people spreading crap on this job and causing it to slow down. People not wanting to work with other people. If there's a beef, we need to address it early. Okay. That's my policy. And so I make it very clear. Some people say it's the elephant in the room and people don't want to talk about it. There's certain things on my job sites we talked about. One was safety. That was a key. Uh, I don't want anybody to get hurt. Everybody wants to go home to their family. Uh, two is, you know, one of the things I talk about is frugalness on the job. I did not allow employees to throw wire nuts or, or throw staples or, or, you know, just keep the site clean. I required that all of my sites were cleaned up every day. Uh, and there was always something where I didn't want the electrician to do it. If it was a helper, I'd say, okay, that's your job. I need you to, at a certain time, I need you to start sweeping up and keeping things looking clean. Uh, and you're held accountable for that. Um, and it's just part of his learning process. And, of course, that builds that into them, whereas they become a journeyman or a master, they instill that 
nice looking site, keep it clean. The owners are going to come keep that image. No, people can agree to disagree. I don't care. I'm just telling you that's the way I did my sites. And that's the way I did mine in order to make sure that everything stayed the way that I wanted it to be. And so I believe that I had to control it or my people, the foreman or somebody that's the extension of me had to control it and make sure that we had it the way we wanted it. Uh, and that's, and, and that's how I just did mine. You'll say, okay, well, I'm glad I didn't work for you. Hey, man, I had a great environment, employees, but they knew what's expected of them. It's a job. I needed them to get the job done. I'll take care of them. We'll have parties. We'll have, go out to eat. We'll do everything on our time. Uh, if you want to participate, you can. If you don't, because it's your time after hours, that's up to you. I didn't mandate it. It wasn't required. Uh, but I didn't go for the playing off during the job site. It's okay to burn off some steam, but I, you know what? I, you know, you had to be very careful with how you would do it. Uh, but again, removing the cancer, the unhealthy problem in a company is a decision that some people have to make. Uh, and it might be the wisest decision that you've ever had to make as an owner to remove that potential cancerous problem from your company. So hopefully you're given some of that thought. Hopefully if you're the cancer that you can cure yourself and not be so much of a cancer. If that means that you have to look for another job, silently, do it silently and, and go that other direction. Don't try to bring the company down. Uh, let them do their thing. Uh, but be very respectful of the fact that they are paying your paycheck. Okay, that type of thing. Uh, but if you don't like things that they're doing, the way they do things, uh, maybe it's unethical, then you need to move on yourself. Don't try to, don't go out there and badmouth the company to try to make them look bad. Um, they're going to do that on their own. You just need to slowly move on and go somewhere else if you can find another job to do that and keep struggling for that. So hopefully you got something out of that. Again, don't be the cancer, be the cure. And if you're a company, look for ways to remove those things that are dragging down the, the health of your company. I appreciate all of you until next time. Stay safe and God bless. Shut up and sit down. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.